0: Welcome back, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Ramblin' Radio, episode number 68. Thanks for being here. Hope you guys are having an amazing week thus far. We've got a great episode, an episode, content, information that you've probably heard a million times. But I don't think I've talked about it that much on this podcast. We're going to talk about it. And what we're going to talk about is getting off social media. And why it's so important. And, you know, I, I recently, semi recently, watched The Social Dilemma. I think that's what it's called on Netflix. And that was a scary freaking documentary. That was, I knew a lot of the things that they talked about. I knew how everything that these social platforms do is to suck you in, to get you addicted, to always scroll and be and use their platforms. But I didn't know, I don't think I knew to the extent of how bad it actually was. And what I like to do, how I set up my year is I set it up where after every big project, I go on a vacation and I take time off. It's kind of like my way of celebrating that big project, right? And I haven't been able to do that because of COVID. Obviously, we weren't really able to travel as much. Now things are starting to open up a little bit more. And I just got back from Aspen, Colorado with my girlfriend. And uh, it was long, long overdue. And usually when I take time off, I also take time off of Social media—it's kind of like back in my fitness days, where you would have a deload week. Anybody that's in the fitness space or does any kind of intense training—it's important to have a deload, where you take time off of training, or your training becomes just a lot less than it used to be. In um, you know certain waves or certain peaks of your your training cycle, right? And that would also be the time that I would take off of pre-workout. So think about a pre-workout as a social media here. You know, pre-workout, for me, I love it. It's It enhances my lifting. It's something that um, is just fun to take. It becomes kind of a psychological thing because even just the process of putting the pre-workout in your drink, it kind of creates this feeling of, Euphoria because you know you're going to get that caffeine boost. You know you're going to get a boost. So without even taking it yet, you're already starting to get those feelings from just pouring it in your drink and listening to music. And I call it a pre-workout party. So does a lot of other people. And whenever I do a deload week or when I, I should say when I did used to do deload weeks, cause I'm not, I'm really not working out anymore. It's kind of bad. But, um, when I, when I would do deload weeks, I would, I would go cold Turkey off of pre workout. And then when I would come back, I mean, it was, just, it was amazing. It felt so good. And that's kind of what I like to do with social media is, um, every time I have a deload in business or whatever, I also take time off social media. It's the same thing, but I haven't been because again, COVID kind of just put a wrench in what I typically do and instead of me adapting to it and still really taking the time off that I needed to, I never did. And so it's my fault. It's not COVID's fault. It's my fault. And this Aspen trip that we went on was the first time. I don't even remember the last time I took a vacation, like truly took a vacation not worked at all because, um, I've traveled a bunch and still worked. I don't remember the last time I took vacation and it was long overdue. And I don't remember the last time I took time off social media I truly took time off. I've taken time off of posting and creating content, but I didn't take time off of consuming. And this is something that I've talked about a little bit about how to use social media as a tool rather than a user but I've never I, I, I guess I wasn't listening to my own advice or other people's advice because I don't remember the last time I've done it. And so Wix and I, we we went to first we went to Detroit because uh, my buddy Nick Bear was getting married, and we flew into Detroit for their wedding. And from Detroit, we flew to Denver. And we rented a Jeep Wrangler. Super fun. Rented a Jeep Wrangler in Denver through Turo. Uh, Turo's amazing, by the way. They're not paying me to say this. I wish they were paying me to say it, but Turo's amazing. I love Turo. Got a Jeep and drove it to Aspen, Colorado. And we spent eight days in Aspen. And right before we left, we got the Jeep I made a couple of stories that we got the Jeep, we're ready to go, sayonara, and then we left, I deleted Instagram, I deleted Facebook, I didn't delete YouTube and I should have deleted it because I started, I pressed YouTube and some of my friends had posted content and I'm like, and I I saw this like towards the end of the trip, luckily, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to consume anyone's content that I knew. I thought YouTube was fine because, you know, I watch, I I like to watch Joe Rogan. I like to watch, you know, certain podcasts, um, certain content that isn't of my friends or anything like that, that I felt was more of like a TV show. That's just kind of how I uh, mentally sought. But even TV and Netflix and things like that, I probably should have deleted that too, honestly. And I'll get into why I think that is. So anyway, so I deleted Instagram, deleted Facebook. I'm never on Twitter anymore. So that was just kind of on my phone. And I deleted my my email. I set up an automatic. I'm out of the office. I'll be back on the 26. Thanks for emailing me, but I'm not responding. I set up an automatic responder and deleted my email. And what's funny is when I came back, I'm getting ahead of myself here. I deleted, I opened up my email saw that I had over 200 emails unread without really looking too hard at it. I deleted everything. I just, I didn't, I didn't even want to, I didn't even want to look at it. If there were business opportunities, they'll get back to me again. If there, if there's anything of importance, the only thing I didn't delete was anything in the business email because I, I have my assistant who handles the uh, customer support for, uh, our members and things like that, that stuff stayed there. But all of my emails in my personal email inbox, I deleted because any kind of business um, opportunity, anything out there, if there's really an opportunity there, they're going to get back to me. So I just, I just fucking deleted everything. I was like, ah, uh, no, no later. <laughs> Sayonara. <laughs> and it felt so good. I got to be honest. It felt so free and I, I can make a podcast episode about that maybe, but Anyways, got rid of that. And what I realized on this trip from deleting every social media platform is that a bunch of different things. Number one, the biggest thing that I realized was that time moved so slow. That was probably the fastest thing. It takes a little bit. You know, you go on like a social media withdrawal because you're so used to dopamine, likes and followers and seeing what other people are up to and always knowing what people are doing and et cetera, et cetera. The world slowed down almost immediately. Our first full day in Aspen was the slowest day of my life in the best way possible. And a lot of this has to do with being in nature and being surrounded by a gorgeous environment. It plays a huge role in this. I, I will admit 100% plays a huge role in this. But really just being on my phone, not even social media, just being on my phone, you know, I was averaging, I think like eight hours of phone usage a day for the past like couple weeks. Now, given... I was launching the careers blueprint. I was doing a lot of things on my phone. And when I was done with business, I would watch a show or I would watch play game or uh, go on YouTube, go on Netflix or whatever. So I was always on my phone. I was on my phone all day. I didn't really realize it until this Aspen trip and how bad it was. It was bad. And yeah, that first full day was such a slow day. I was like, wow, I have so much time. It's only, it's only one in the afternoon what? We got all day. Like I I kept having, (laughs) I kept having those thoughts every couple hours. Like it's only four now. Wait, we just finished a whole hike and you know, we still have time to chill before dinner. What? And I remember before I left for Aspen, I would start my work days at 11 AM. And I remember how fast 11 AM would get here. And this morning I'm recording this on the day, the first day back from Aspen. I don't know when this is getting released, but this first full day, like I never record podcasts before 11 a.m. And yet I'm recording this before 11 a.m. Like my mind, I don't know what it is, but from being off of my phone so much, I'm I'm, I'm not just being productive, but I just feel like I have time back. You know, I talk about in the creator's blueprint, I talk about in my content that our creative businesses become a handcuff it becomes an actual nine to five. And, and we were trying to get out of a nine to five. And that was the whole reason why we wanted our own business in the first place was to escape this prison of this nine to five, not saying all nine to fives are prison or jail cells. Don't, don't get too hostile with me, but a business that you don't enjoy having to show up from nine to five and go home and not feel like a prisoner with not just your nine to five, but your also, also your creative business. And there's a lot of things that you can do to escape that in your own creative business. Number one is hiring. That's the most obvious one is that's how you're going to get your time back. It's by having people doing a lot of the things that you should not be doing in your business. You should be focusing on only about 5% of the things that actually grows your creative business. Just as an example, right? We've talked about this a lot. But what I realized on this trip was that To get time back in your day, you got to get off of like technology. You got to get off your phone. And if you're not on your phone and if you're not consuming content for business purposes, you're only consuming for enjoyment. That's a red flag. You need to look at that very, very closely and truly ask yourself, why are you going on social media right now? Because I'm sure about 95% of you listening to this, One of the first things you do when you have a spare moment in your day, when you're in line waiting for something, when you're doing something, waiting for something, not actually doing a specific task, your first reaction is to go inside your pocket, swipe your thumb up and open up Instagram or open up email or open up something and get that hit of, oh, What, what expectation, what, what, what can I expect to pop up? Oh, ding, ding, ding. I got 10 emails. Woo, rush. I wonder if something in there is actually worth my time. Ooh, there's an attachment here. I wonder what this is. And you're getting all this, these little ding, 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 slot machine, dopamine dingers, whatever you want to call them without you even realizing what you're doing. And it's this trap that these uh, platform developers have placed us in. And yet we still have the power to get out of it. And so what I'm doing now is I'm using my social media as a tool for business. And then I'm getting the fuck off. I'm going on there. And before I do, I'm asking, okay, what do I need to do on Instagram right now. Okay. I got to respond to DMS. I haven't done that. I haven't done that today. I I need to go and respond to DMS, go in there, respond to the DMS, get the fuck off. Oh, I need to respond to comments. I got some new comments. I got to respond to those and, uh, get the fuck off. Oh, I got to post on Instagram. I'm going to prepare for this post a day before. And then all I have to do is post it Engage with the comments for a little bit because that helps with the algorithm. And you know, you, you should engage with your followers, blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna do this for about 20, about 20, 25 minutes and get the fuck off. That's kind of that is my new mentality is I'm gonna do this and get the fuck off. <laughs> I don't know how many times I'm gonna say that this episode. Maybe I'll make that a t-shirt. I don't know. Get get on social. And get the fuck off. That's the new phrase. If anyone makes a t shirt, t shirt, I want, uh, I want royalties. I want a cer- certain percentage, please. That's not even a good phrase. So you're probably not going to do that, but you know what I mean. Uh, maybe I'll make one. Who knows? So that was that was the first thing that I that I realized was that time moved so slowly in just the greatest way possible. I felt like I had all the time in the world, and so. Getting back to what I was saying earlier, I understand there's a lot of things you can do in your creative business to give you your freedom back. But you can also get off your phone and and really just be still, be in a box, be in your office without any kind of uh, device or distraction. And that leads me to my, to my next point is I felt like I had breathing room in my brain for creative ideas. I don't know about you, but... I felt like it was more difficult to create ideas than it is right now. I feel like I can sit in my office for a couple hours without even looking at my phone, without going on my computer and stare at my dry erase board and just be lost in my thoughts. When's the last time you spaced out and were just lost in your thoughts for an hour? I don't know. Ask yourself that. There was a day where, I don't know if I, I think I talked about this on my most recent workshop that I did, but there was a day where Wix was out of town. I was home alone uh, with Nyla, our, our dog, and I sat in my office. I turned on a song and I just got lost. And what happened was I wrote down like 15 to 20 fresh ideas for content that I felt really good about creating. Now, some of those didn't happen because they ended up being, I just, as I started creating, I'm like, nah, this isn't working. And I scrapped it, but I created about 15 to 20 different ideas for content that so far is lasting me a couple of months. And that was simply because I just sat down, turned on a song. And just stared at a wall and did nothing. And then they all just came flowing. There's this argument that creativity is like a muscle. And I believe in that. But I also believe in not exercising that all the time. And just letting it come naturally. I really do believe that. I don't know. I, I go back and forth. Because I've also overcome that period of like oh i don't feel like creating today and i still created and something i created something very cool out of out of nothing i've done that before but i've also had times where i've also tried not to be creative and that was when i was most creative when i let go of trying to be creative i'm like i'm just going to go about my day i'm just going to stare at a wall i'm just going to you know not do anything and that's when a lot of my ideas occurred. So ask yourself that. When's the last time you just kind of stared at a wall and just really w- was bored? And and that's another thing. I got this from Ryan Holiday. When's the last time you were bored? He asked that question in one of his books and I could not remember. And it was one of the most thought-provoking questions that I've asked myself in the longest time. That actually kind of like took me aback and was like, whoa, because as kids, think about how many times we cried out to our parents, mom, I'm bored. I don't, I don't, there's nothing to do. I'm bored. Nobody says that anymore because we have a device that has everything and anything that we need at any moment, at any time. That's kind of mind blowing. No one's bored anymore at least in my opinion, and I'm assuming Ryan holidays because he's asking that question. And the first time that I can remember that I said I was bored was in Aspen. I was bored in Aspen. There's only so many things you can do. I mean, obviously there's, there's there's a lot of things you can do. Let me take that back. There's a lot of things you can do, but we were intentionally trying to do the least amount of things possible because we knew that we needed to relax, that we needed to slow down. And so we, we went on a uh, Arizona, Utah trip. If you've been following me for the past two years, you know what I'm talking about or three years, maybe three years. Yeah. Three years. It's been a while. And we cram packed that thing, that trip with every hike Every activity, every little thing that we could possibly fit in, we tried to fit in. Because I was also trying to create content from that trip as well. And there was no time to really, I mean, there were moments. There were, there were moments at, in the evenings. But during the day, there was no time to even like breathe or think. Except four times that we were driving to our next location. And so we wanted to do this trip totally differently. And, uh, and I actually said to Wix, I'm like, I'm bored right now because there was nothing on my phone. And this was the thing. This is what I wanted. This is something big that I want to talk about and get off my chest on on this episode is that I go throughout my days. Like, let's say Wix leaves, goes out of town. It's just me and Nyla, our dog, (laughs) if you don't know. Um, what i used to do is i would fill up my chore i would fill up fill up silent i would fill up silence with noise meaning if i was just doing the dishes or if i was just doing the laundry there would be a podcast on or a netflix show or a YouTube video. Something would always be playing. Something would always be on. And that would block. Potential ideas. That would block certain thoughts. And so what I realized. Throughout the trip. Because even though I wasn't on social media. And I was for example waiting for. Wix to get out of the shower. So I could shower. any time where I was alone on that trip. I would put on. A Netflix show. And even if I was just playing it in the background, I, w- I would be playing solitaire by myself. And I didn't realize how much I missed solitaire, but I was playing solitaire and I made myself a fire, I played solitaire right next to the fire. It was amazing. But I would have a Netflix show on or something from Hulu or, or whatever. And it was doing the exact same thing that social media was doing, not to the degree because I wasn't fully engaging, but it was a distraction. It was a a way to numb things out completely. And so I realized that about halfway through the trip and then I eliminated all of it. We still watch shows. We watch shows together, but it was intentional. Instead of just throwing something on because there was nothing else to do, we said, hey, let's watch a show at this time after dinner, blah, blah, blah. Let's finish the season. There's only two episodes left or an episode left, or let's just watch one episode and then read, right? We were intentional about it halfway through the trip to realize that this is another problem, not just social media, but I have to get off of just playing something using my phone to just fill up this empty space, the silence and how it was another thing filling up my head from producing ideas or coming up with clarity in life or, Being grateful for something or whatever. So many different things. And as soon as I did that, that's when I told Wix, I'm like, I'm bored right now. And I I told her, I'm like, I can't remember the last time I was bored. And we kind of had a, we had a discussion about it. Like how powerful it is to be bored. Because I don't know. Think about when you were a kid, when you're bored, what do you do? You, you like build things. You like, you got, Resourceful, and you like created new interesting games that you just like made up on the spot or new fun things. You created shit and you did it out of joy. You try to create joy for yourself. And um, I don't know, I think boredom is a super powerful tool. So that's another thing that I learned. Number three, this is kind of a, a small one, but I had the craziest dreams. I don't know if this had anything to do with the social media or being off the phone. It might've had to do something with the elevation in Aspen. Cause it's a, they call it the mile high city. You're a mile off of sea level, about 7,500 feet or whatever. I, I don't know what it was, but I, I just had the craziest, most vivid dreams that I've ever had uh, since I was just like a little kid. And I don't know if this had anything to do with that. I don't know. But, uh, I'm just going to throw that out there and, and take it however you want to take that. <laughs> Another thing was I had zero anxiety. The anxiety had gone. Not saying that I, I a lot of people have it worse than I do. You know, I've worked on my mindset a ton, which has helped me tremendously, but I still have it from time to time. And it was actually kind of bad. If you listen to my last podcast, I had a ton of anxiety recently because I was just so wrapped up in these expectations, which was not good for me at all. I mean, I was so wrapped up in these f- tangible goals. And because I didn't hit the goal, I felt like my life was over, which is so just not true, <laughs> not realistic. It's just crazy to even think that. If you haven't li- listened to that episode, please go listen to that because it's, it's a good one. Well, I, I think it is. And so I, I left and the anxiety just vanished evaporated out of thin air and when i came back i was talking to wix i'm like i have anxiety even installing reinstalling my email app i have anxiety thinking about it because i'm creating these stories that something is in there that's gonna trigger me or or be bad or something like that and with social you open the world you you, you open yourself up to the world. And this is why you have to use it with intention and purpose and then get the fuck off. And obviously not make up stories about (laughs) what what could possibly go wrong or what about what could possibly go right. So that that, some of this doesn't even have to do with just being on social media, but it has to do with what stories are your are you telling yourself about certain situations, which is another Podcast episode. But not being on social, not opening myself up to the world, separating my business from myself, separating my audience from just me and enjoying the moment was everything. And so, not only do I want to do that more often, but how can I do that while still being on social media? And that's what I want to get better at is really separating the two. Going on social with an intention. For what am I doing this for? Why am I doing this? Does this have a business purpose? Doing that business purpose and then getting the fuck off. Right? Last two things I want to quickly talk about. And then this podcast is over. second to last thing is my gratefulness for life. Everything that I've done, accomplished. The people that are in my life completely skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. I've never been more grateful in my life for what I've accomplished and who is there to experience it with me. And that's because I've got nothing to compare it to. It's just me. I've got no one to compare it to. I've got nothing to compare it to. I'm just in my own head of what I've done and what I'm doing. And I was so present that there was nothing to look at besides what I was doing with Wix at that moment in Aspen, Colorado. And so I was just beyond grateful for everything to even go on the trip and the, and the trip that we went on to be able to go out for dinner, to be able to do fun activities, to be able to not worry about having to worry about spending money on certain activities and things. Obviously we had a budget cause we didn't want to just be stupid about things, but we didn't have any financial worry at all to go and enjoy it and actually do the trip that we wanted to do. I was beyond grateful for that. I remember trips. I remember our our Arizona, Utah trip. I mean, we were counting every penny and dollar because we didn't want to go over budget and we wanted to make sure we were being super smart. We didn't have to do that this trip. We're beyond grateful for that. Just small little things like that that you don't really think about too much until you have nothing else to compare it to besides what you've done in the past. So extremely freeing. And my last thing that I want to talk about is the relationship that I have with with Wix greatly improved. We we've never been closer. Just being off our phones. That's one of the things that we're working on in our relationship. Is I mean, me more so because it's I'm doing things for pleasure and for business. Um, Wix is more so doing things for for pleasure on social, but we're still on our phones a lot. And the conversations that we had there, we haven't had conversations like that in in a long time because there's no distraction. There's nothing else but our conversations and that was like that was the source of entertainment was conversation and it just opened things up to things that we talked about i mean we talked about our future we talked about what we've done we've talked about what we want to do what we want to take back from aspen and uh incorporate into our lives and there's there's things that i'm realizing that i really have to change and get better at and this whole social media just being on my phone too much is definitely one of them but I think one of the biggest things for me is creating that sense of a longer day by being more intentional with my phone and being more intentional with when my business brain is on and when it's off you know I turn my business brain completely off except for when I had a an idea in Aspen I would be like, Oh, that's a great idea. And I would write it down. And then I would just turn, and then I would turn it off immediately and go back to enjoying our hike or, you know, whatever. And it didn't happen very often. It's not like I was just coming up with all these ideas and writing them down and missing the whole trip. But you know what? I think, you know what I mean? And I want to take that. I really want to take that with me for the rest of the year and years to come is how can I make my days longer and feel longer like they did in in Aspen. So far I'm doing that and I just got to keep doing that. So that's kind of been my experience with getting off my phone, the amount of clarity that I've gotten, the amount of wake up calls that I've gotten, just the amount of gratefulness that I've, that I've come to appreciate slowing down more, being present, all these things that, you know, I know, you know, listening to this podcast, but I'm really trying to talk from my experience and things that I picked up that were either like things that I knew, but just realized, well, I actually need to work on this more. And things that I didn't even like realize that, for example, my days here before our Aspen trip would go by with a snap of the finger. They would go by so fast, like every single day the week would be just be gone. And if that's happening to you, you need to um, look at how you're spending time in your day because that shouldn't necessarily be the case, that your day should just be gone and, and a snap of the fingers. You need to kind of look at that um, and slow things down a little bit. And you can do that just by sitting and being a little bit more intentional and and being bored and and not distracting yourself from boredom right away sit in boredom for a little bit and see what happens. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's good to be back. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, if you picked up something, something that didn't quite, you didn't quite know or something that you realized, well, I really need to work on this, please let me know. Send me a, a DM on Instagram. Take a screenshot of the podcast. Share it with me. Let me know what kind of stood out to you, what kind of takeaway that you had that really helped. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Enjoy the rest of your week. Peace.